Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Well, welcome to the Young and Adulting Podcast. I'm so excited that you joined us today. My name is Lewis. I'm joined at the table by my friend Tyler right here. Uh, We are so excited for the conversation today. Tyler's been telling me, he's like, Lewis, I I got something to share. There's this idea that's been on your mind. It's been on your heart. And so I wanted to invite you into this space and share it with all of us. Man, I'm so excited about it. Yeah, so I've just been thinking around this question that I've uh, kind of been pondering for honestly a couple of weeks now, and it's this this question that I'll ask to you and see if you know it. What right. what is something that every person on this planet, regardless of race, gender, yeah. socioeconomic status, education, what is something that everybody has in common? Everybody has in common. Well, I mean, I've heard it said, "Death, taxes, and Jesus." Yeah, Everybody's got it. <laughs> yeah. The the answer is is time. Really, we okay. all have twenty four yeah. hours in a day. We all have one hundred sixty eight hours a week. I think the question that we have to kind of wrestle with and maybe pull our, our lives open a little bit is see like where is our time actually going and how are we spending our time? Because when we find out where it's going, it kind of shows us our priorities right. and some of the things that are important to us. And so personally right now, I'm reading through uh, John Mark Comer's uh, The Ruthless Elimination, Elimination of Hurry. And it's just been getting me, you know, it's been kind of stabbing me in the best of, of ways. And uh, I, I want to read some some of the statistics that he yeah. uh, he shared in his book. And I'm just going to read it out straight out of the book. This is on page 72 if you want to find the book. Uh, and he says this, uh, apparently I'm known as a reader. I read two or three books a week, which I think is really incredible, which normally comes in at around 125 books a year. He said, I feel pretty good about that. At least I did until I read Charles Chu's calculations. The average American reads 200 to 400 words per minute. At that speed, we could all read 200 books a year, nearly twice my quota in just 417 hours. And he goes on to say, sounds like a lot, right? 417, that's over uh, an hour a day. And then he proposes this, this question. Guess how much time the average American spends on social media a year? So Facebook, Instagram, Uh-oh. TikTok. The number is startling. It's this. It's 705 hours. Come on. And then TV, 2,735.4 hours spent on TV or social media in a year. And so 705 hours of social media a year is really like two hours a day. And so I think the question is, uh, these things aren't, aren't bad, but are they lending to our lives in a positive and helpful way to, to help us be the person in the best version of ourselves. He, he goes on to say this as, as well. Uh, Philip Zimbardo's research has concluded that the average guy, okay, average guy spends 10,000 hours playing video games by the age of 21. No. So this is very startling. And so I've just been kind of pulling my life back going, where's my time going? How am I spending it? And is it helping me become the best version of myself? And so there's nothing wrong with Netflix, nothing wrong with social media uh, when we use it appropriately. But I want to know where my time's going. And uh, this this morning, I was reading this proverb, and it really kind of got me a little bit. And so this is kind of going to be the anchor uh, thought for for the rest of our time. Uh, Proverbs says this, uh, I passed by the field of a sluggard, (laughs) by the vineyard of a man lacking sense. And behold, it was all overgrown with thorns. The ground was covered with nettles, and I actually had to look that up. It's a nasty plant with these jagged edges and kind of stingy hairs. It's not cool. And its stone walls was broken down. Then I saw and considered. I looked and received instruction. A little sleep, 
and a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Uh, I've personally been in this scenario in life where I haven't been doing maybe the things I should be doing. And uh, I've definitely kind of lived in seasons where I'm like, man, I'm, I kind of got a lazy attitude and mindset right now. I'm, I'm pretty idle. I spend a lot of time doing things I don't need to be doing. And even though the past couple months, I realized, man, like I think I'm kind of in a season where I've let some some thorn bushes grow in my field because I'm not fitting my clothes the way I used to. I'm getting tired chasing my two-year-old around the house. And I just don't seem to have as much energy anymore. And, and if I'm honest, a lot of that stems sometimes from a, a lack of personal discipline in our lives. And so just want to take a, a few moments today and talk about some ways that we can take some steps forward in our personal uh, discipline to kind of combat habits and patterns of, of laziness, of, of idleness. You know, we naturally drift towards what's comfortable, cozy, and convenient. I mean, this, I just want to chill in my PJs, a cup of coffee, don't want to be bothered, no conflict. Uh, but I think if we actually find that when we embrace some tough stuff and we put ourselves through some things that are challenging, it builds uh, resilience. And so I was reading this article that was really helpful. Um, it's called Five Habits of Highly Disciplined People. And I'm going, man, I want to listen to that. Uh, I don't know if the most disciplined person, but I want to be a highly disciplined person. Uh, it was written by Susan Johnston, and I think we can learn a few things. So I'm going to give four out of the five uh, highly disciplined uh, people kind of markers. And, and the, the first that she writes is, disciplined people avoid temptation. Uh, in the article she writes, it sounds obvious, but if you're trying to stick to a diet or a budget, it's not in your best interest to stock the pantry full of junk food or go window shopping for food you can't afford. In other words, like eat, whether you're following Jesus, whatever it is, it's not, it's not good to flirt with things you know you're trying to stay uh, away from. So I don't want to intentionally put stuff in my house. I don't want to you know, entertain things that I know aren't going to help me get to where I need to be, uh, which means we need to get accustomed to saying no uh, and, and giving a better yes to other things. And so uh, for me, it was like, man, I need to start saying no to certain things I've been eating. Uh, I need to say no to hitting the snooze button. Uh, I've heard it said, if you snooze, you're already starting off the day losing. I don't know how everybody feels about that, but I'm like, that's right. Like I need to, I need to get up first time, get up and at it. Um, and, and so uh, John, John Mark always says this in his book as well. Life is a series of choices. Every yes is a thousand no. Every activity we tie our time to, or give our time to is a thousand other activities we can't give our time to. So I think that's really important. Uh, the second she, she says this is that disciplined people, they practice self-care, which is huge. And she goes on to write, sleep deprivation, uh, which is a huge problem, can impair self-control. So disciplined people generally get enough sleep. Uh, self-disciplined people also tend to be healthier in the long term. And part of that is making healthy choices around diet and, and exercise. And so a, a few uh, key practical tips that we can kind of maybe look for in, in this space is uh, what Charles Duhigg in The Power of Habits calls um, the keystone habit of going like, what's the habit that if you'll knock this out, the other habits that you want to do, maybe it's eating right or not spending as much money, will naturally fall into place. And so for me, I had to identify the keystone habit in my life for self-care is actually getting up early because if I do that, it doesn't always come, it's not, it's not easy. It kind of builds that inner self-discipline to make sure like, oh yeah, I, I made the sacrifice early, so I'm not going to mess it up on, in this area. And so a huge part of that is, is getting enough sleep. And uh, I've often heard you know, people say like, well, I'm just too busy to get eight hours of sleep. Uh, and, and to combat that thinking, <laughs> we were talking about this a little before. Everybody knows Jeff Bezos, yep. uh, CEO, or uh, you know, I think he's on the board now of Amazon. Uh, mega billionaire, still manages to get eight hours of sleep. And he says this in an article on businessinsider.com. He says, I prioritize it. Speaking of sleep, I think better. I have more energy. My mood is better. 
As a senior executive, you get paid to make a small number of high-quality decisions. Your job is not to make thousands of decisions every day. Is that really worth it if the quality of those decisions might be lower because you're tired or, or grouchy? So he's talking about he has to make a, he has to make few really important decisions. But I would also say that we also make thousands of mini decisions that we need to make sure that we're attuned uh, to making like the right choice on. So a few tips. Uh, try going to bed at the same time every night and getting up in the morning at the same time, as much as it depends on you, right? There's going to be things that come in your life. Like Thursdays, I'm way, <laughs> Thursday nights, I'm, I'm way past my bedtime. But the other days, as much as we can help it, try to, to practice that. And then also to, to help with self-care, um, maybe calendar in specific times that I'm going to get committed to exercise and build a routine that kind of supports your lifestyle. Like I'm in a season of life where I got a two-year-old. So me working out or doing anything with, with the Lord in quiet time can't be really after 6.45, 7 in the morning, which means I have to back it up. And so I think people can be flexible uh, w- with that diet, all that kind of stuff. This is when people, I love this as well, break goals into smaller parts. So whether training for a marathon or trying to meet a major work deadline, uh, she says this, that disciplined people understand the importance of many milestones. Um, Pastor Todd a couple of weeks ago was, was talking around this idea and said long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity, which I, I've been guilty of that. I'm like, oh, I used to be a runner. I'm going to go out. I'm just going to, I'm going to run like, like five miles really fast. And then I'm like discouraged about how slow I am and it hurts. And so I don't want to do it anymore. And so I think if we begin to think differently about uh, the discipline in our lives and go, maybe I'll just commit to a really important discipline and be really consistent in this, right? Like the discipline of eight hours of sleep or the discipline of, you know, getting up earlier or whatever it is and just consistently do that over time, right? That there's going to be progress because consistency plus time really in anything is going to produce progress. So maybe someone's like, oh, I want to read like 12 books this year. Again, like consistency over the long haul could maybe just like, why don't you just commit to a mini milestone of read five pages a day? Like, right, when John Mark was like, yo, we all kind of read at an, an average speed and we could, if we spent time like an hour or even less than that, read all of these books instead of um, watching movies or, or social media. Uh, so I think if we learn to prioritize like these small milestones, uh, like uh, going down maybe a, a pant size, I'm like, yo, I made it again, you know, or even uh, I'm a one pound less than I was and towards my goal weight. Like there's, there's things that we can kind of break down because sometimes our goals are so big that the distance seems so far. And so uh, she says, disciplined people, they break goals into smaller parts. And, and then lastly, the fourth I'll give is that disciplined people follow through. And, and I love that, that she said this because disciplined people are more likely because they have these habits that generate kind of positive momentum forward. They're more likely to be the people who show up on time, more likely to be the people who show up with the right attitude, more likely to be the people who can uh, live a life that is in, in, uh, and organized and, and ready to execute whatever the task is at hand. And uh, I, I think we could also say that the, probably the more disciplined person you are, especially if you're disciplined in your faith, right? Like the, the result of the discipline of your faith should be more like Jesus, more, more loving, more kind, more dependable, more loyal, you know, more humble. And so I think there's just so many great attributes that we can listen and learn from. And maybe some of us just need to commit to, uh, okay, I want to commit to maybe taking care of myself a little bit better, my mind, my, my body, my, you know, my emotions. So, you know, maybe I'm going to Sabbath social media on Fridays and, you know, maybe I'm going to drink water. And we were talking about this before, drink water before coffee in the morning and stop snoozing. Uh, I'm going to try to read five pages every day instead of going to social media. I think there are a lot of these habits that we can just look to our own life and try to implement. 
And I think if we'll do that, right, we won't be the person uh, in the field that has neglected it. We won't be the person that someone else walks by and says, I went past the life of a sluggard, you know, Mm -hmm. of a foolish person, of a lazy person. And I saw that, you know, their relationships, their finances, their, their home life, their job, it was in shambles. The walls were down. They weren't guarding the things that were really important. We'll be the people that are, no, no, I walked past the field and things were in order and things were, were welcoming and hospitable and, and oozing the, the grace of God. And so I know we're all at different levels and, and, and none of us will ever arrive. I love that we get to look to Jesus as, as an example of, of someone that we can, uh, can follow after. But I do think that if we're going to kind of combat the convenience of our culture, I think if we're going to combat the, the comfortable uh, desire to just, just want to chill, I want to sleep in, and I don't, I don't want to go through hard stuff, I think if we'll resist that and kind of build some inner discipline and really get down to it, I think our lives will be maximized uh, to, to the pen- potential and the call of God on our lives. And uh, so that's kind of the journey I'm on. And, and for anyone who's listening, there's, this is a no shame, no condemnation wow, zone, um, but uh, don't say I'll start someday. Like like start today. Like start tomorrow. Like like set your alarm early. Don't bring your phone in. Whatever you got to do, uh, we can be disciplined people uh, if we'll kind of anchor down and get serious because there's a lot at stake. So uh, that's kind of the journey that I'm in, and I know we've been talking about that. And so I hope I hope that's encouraging to somebody. Tyler, that that is fantastic, man. I know that that's this is a conversation I have to listen to a few times because there's so much gold in it. So if you wanna you wanna study, you wanna learn a little bit more about this, we're gonna put a bunch yep, of links sure. in the show notes of this episode. So go down there, and man, if you like this, I want you to go ahead and like and subscribe yep. to this Young and Adulting podcast and share this with somebody. Man, we got to do one thing. That's the challenge today, tomorrow. Pick one thing and say I'm gonna be disciplined in this. Yep, it's great. And I think. Um, it's going to elevate our lives. It's yep. going to inspire others, but it's really going to honor God because yep. he's given us this life to steward well. So great. Tyler, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Everybody Fine. else, we love you. We're proud of you. We're with you. Let's get it. We'll see you next time on Young and Adulting. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.